Hello again, I'm Casey Woomer, Assistant Director at the Miami University Institute for Entrepreneurship. It's great to have you with us. I'm the host of the Institute's podcast, Venture On. Our mission is to support, guide, and coach all junior and senior entrepreneurship students as they begin their transition to the world beyond college. Each podcast will be dedicated to sharing information on what has worked for our recent successful grads. This morning, we have Katie Kramer joining us. Katie was a marketing major and entrepreneurship minor, and she has now made her way into a philanthropy role at Big Lots. Welcome, Katie. Hi, Casey. Thank you so much for having me today. Of course. Um, I'm so excited. It's great to connect back to Miami and to the Institute for Entrepreneurship. So very excited to get started. Great. Me as well. This is going to be a lot of fun. So we'll start off easy yeah. on you. Um, can you tell us why you picked Miami and how you found your way to Miami Entrepreneurship? Absolutely. So um, I grew up in Columbus and, you know, always loved Columbus, was very passionate about the city, which I'm back in now. But um, when I was making my decision, I really had it narrowed down to three, um, three different universities because of the strengths of the business school. So I was deciding between Ohio State, Indiana University, and Miami. And um, I was actually, a funny story, I was committed to Ohio State um, originally and really thought that that was the place for me until I actually came and visited Miami. Um, and really just fell in love, first of all, with how beautiful the campus is. You hear that all the time. Um, it just felt at home immediately when I stepped onto, onto campus. But then um, after learning more about the business school and setting foot inside Farmer, I really just felt like it was going to be an environment where I was going to be consistently pushed um, and where my peers would really help me develop into the person that I wanted to be upon graduation. So um, once I once I you know visited, I had kind of that gut feeling that Miami was actually the right place for me, not Ohio State. Um, so I switched and ended up coming to coming to Oxford, um, majoring in marketing. And in terms of entrepreneurship. Um, I think I knew going into my freshman and kind of my sophomore year that I wanted more out of my degree um, than right. just the standard, you know, business business education. I really wanted to figure out how to be a catalyst in my field um, and wanted to carry on skills that were really going to help me uh, be a critical thinker in every situation and be a leader in every situation. And I, I didn't really realize until I found entrepreneurship that there was um, an actual educational kind of path or track that would push me to, to develop those skills. And that's what entrepreneurship became for me. Um, after I took the first intro class, I think it was EFP, like 101 or something, right. my sophomore year, and I really just fell, fell in love with entrepreneurship and with the faculty, um, and it was by far the best decision that I made during my time at Miami to, to minor in entrepreneurship. Oh, awesome. So. Well, that's good to hear, and glad that uh, the department was able to make such a big impact on you. I know uh, we have a lot of great marketing students that have really thrived in our our world. So moving in, um, to how you transitioned into your current role, can you tell us a little bit more about your current role at Big Lots? Absolutely. So um, my official title is Philanthropy and Event Specialist, um, and I sit Philanthropy is kind of a funky, um, funky discipline. It kind of sits in different, um, different departments depending on the company. So at Big Lots, it's in HR, but at a lot of other larger corporations, you'll see philanthropy as a part of marketing or as a part of community relations. But here it's at HR, um, and basically the way I like to describe my role is helping associates here at Big Lots connect to 
a new passion that they never knew existed before. So how can I help the people here figure out what cause within the philanthropic world um, connects best with them and best with their their personal values so um, a few ways that I do that first I really lead up um, associate volunteerism and engagement here so um, working with different nonprofit partners in the city of Columbus and also across the country um, to help our our people and help our teams here develop really cool new exciting volunteer opportunities with them so whether that's um, going and taking a tour of their organization or working one-on-one with with students in in schools or um, bringing organizations here to do lunchtime activities where associates are building, you know, hygiene kits or or meal kits for families. Um, Any way that I can help associates find a connection to philanthropy that makes this a better place to work for them um, and a more meaningful place to work is kind of what I do. And then outside of volunteerism, I'm also involved in our national giving process. So um, helping uh, find new partners across the country and working with them to, um, to give them dollars to make really amazing things happen at their organization and then also on the event side of things since it's planned to be an event <laughs> um, I also work with our event staff to do fun things like family days or business updates or fundraisers here so um, that's more of a detail uh, oriented kind of coordinating side of things but it really uh, means a lot to the people that work here so those are the three kind of things that I'm involved with uh, volunteerism national giving and events and those are three huge undertakings. You are really on on the ground making sure that Big Lots is connected to the community and to opportunities to engage. So that's incredible, especially for a recent college grad. So how the heck did you find this opportunity? I feel like that's just not what your typical recent grad would do right after leaving college. Right, it's not, um, and that's something, I'm getting my master's right now in philanthropic studies also through Indiana University, and that's something that I've, I've been learning a lot about in my classes is that philanthropy isn't a very well-known field yet, especially corporate philanthropy. Um, it's really only been, I would say, the last, I don't know, probably 30 or 40 years um, that philanthropy has become um, an education that people can study and then also a career path that they can take. So. The reason that I knew about, you know, this kind of this field and this industry, you could say, is my mom, actually. She owns a nonprofit consulting firm here in Columbus. So growing up, I was constantly being kind of forcefully connected (laughs) to the world of philanthropy and learning about nonprofits and really engaging with them through my mom's work. Um, and just really saw how fulfilled she was through her career in a way that a lot of other people aren't. I think there's a lot of complacency in society today um, where people kind of get in a routine of being in a certain career and kind of going through the motions not realizing that they don't love what they're doing. And I always saw that with my mom. I always saw that she was so in love with her work and was so passionate and so fulfilled and came home from long days and wasn't tired in the way that a lot of people are. She, it gave her energy and really ignited her soul. And so that's something that I wanted to find for myself. Um, and it just kind of happened to be in, in the same kind of realm. So I um, I interned with Big Lots going into the summer of my senior year. Um, found it was one of the only uh, internships in the world of philanthropy that I could find that was paid. So uh, <laughs> always I, a I plus. <laughs> but really connected with the team here and felt like it was a strong fit. It's in the city that I love um, and 
from there, I just kind of developed um, and kind of a, a, a rockier road. It didn't come easily, but eventually led to a full-time role here um, that I have now. So, what what do you mean by rocky road? Can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, after my internship, so going into my senior year, I knew that I wanted to be at Big Lots and knew that this was a company culture that I really fit in well with and loved the team, loved the work I was doing, felt energized by it, felt like I could really develop into a a strong leader um, through the role that I was in, but there was not an open position. So Mm. um, a lot of of companies and recent grads will probably, or recent seniors um, will, will probably understand this, a lot of companies offer leadership development programs or sales programs Right, um, right. You know, those bigger companies have 15 or 20 spots to fill when they come to a career fair. And, um, you know, you interview, there's a really formal process you go through. But at Big Lots, it's not really like that. Um, after your internship, it's kind of, you just like stay connected um, and we'll let you know if anything really opens up. And obviously, I stayed very connected with my team, but there wasn't a role that, or a budget for a role. Um, that I that I wanted or that I could grow into. So it really came down to me. I ended up taking a trip back to Columbus and sitting down with um, my former boss and saying, like, I know that I want to be here. This place, like, lights my heart on fire, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to to have a home here and to make this the place that I come after graduation for work. Um, and there wasn't a clear-cut answer at first. It wasn't like, yes, we can make something work for you. Um, but I, I definitely think that it helped to go in and to say, you yeah. know, to look my team in the eyes and say, like, I, I want to be here, and I work hard, and I, you know my work ethic, and I, I really believe that I'm a good fit for this company, and I want to bring all the things that I've learned from Miami to this job and to make this company better. And so it was a lot of kind of waiting, um, interviewing other places and not feeling like those places were a right fit. And eventually, um, I accepted a part-time role here at Big Lots when I graduated. So I, you know, I was an hourly an hourly associate until November after um, after I graduated. But I was doing what I loved, and I could see, you know, the vision of the fact that, you know, in the long haul, in the long run, it was wow. going to be worth it because I was doing what I loved, and eventually was promoted, and I'm now making enough money to live on my own and to have a, uh, you know, <gasps> the new uh, grad dream. <laughs> Definitely, it wasn't easy, you know, going through that whole process, knowing that there were other options out there where I could be making more money or, you know, probably getting a head start on a lot of things, but I don't regret it at all. I I wouldn't choose any different path for the world, so... Right. Well, I'm so happy and impressed to hear uh, your determination to, number one, just really know your passion and be able to go up to the team and look them in the eye um, and say, I want to be here. And clearly your work ethic from your internship and everything else about your brand carried through. So congrats to you on that. Um, You you mentioned a couple minutes ago that, yeah, of course, um, you mentioned a couple minutes ago that uh, you felt like Miami had helped prepare you for this role in some way. Can you tell us a little bit more about maybe a class or experience at Miami that you felt really helped solidify uh, your talents and passions in philanthropy? Absolutely. Um, so in terms of preparation, I think there are kind of two two things that Miami helped, or that I, I really focused on preparing myself for, for my career at Miami. 
Um, that would be, I guess, three, actually. So um, leadership would be one, and then philanthropy, kind of learning more about that whole world being a second, and then just networking would be a third. Um, in terms of leadership, I got involved when I was a freshman with uh, women in business and um, kind of just really fell in love with the mission of that organization and loved the fact that so many girls were involved with it at Miami. So yeah, it's huge. Uh, eventually became uh, a member of the, uh, I guess the leadership team within WIB and then became the president for my junior year. So that leadership experience, I, I probably got more from that and from my, you know, my entrepreneurship classes and anything else in Miami, it really helps me learn how to work with not only other students that um, are different from me, but faculty members, um, business uh, business leaders in the community, things like that. So, you know, taking on that leadership experience and that role, even though it was it was time consuming, it really helped me prepare for um, my role here by just learning how to really be a natural a natural leader in a lot of situations and really solidifying my personal brand as a leader. Right. Um, and then in terms of learning more about philanthropy, like I said, there isn't really a career path or a class necessarily for philanthropy at Miami besides the social entrepreneurship track within the Institute for Entrepreneurship. So um, that class that I took gave me the opportunity to work with um, a nonprofit and really uh, get some ha- great hands-on experience in the world of philanthropy. And then um, my my capstone within entrepreneurship that I did with Tom, um, I worked with Coupon Mom and really, yeah. I mean, uh, thinking back to that experience, I would recommend anybody in, in, in you know, the business school or outside of the business school to take that class because the work I did is is, I mean, something I'm so proud of and something that I I still think about and carry with me today because you're working with a client from, you know, from the beginning of a project to the end of it and you're leading it, you're managing that relationship. I mean, my team went to Cincinnati multiple times to meet with them um, to test different, um, different, I guess, ways of doing a workshop that we were building out and it was an absolutely amazing experience. So those classes um, absolutely prepared me for my career and then just networking in general um taking any opportunity that i could to to meet new people in my field um to build strong relationships with the professors that i felt connected with like tom um and a lot of the other entrepreneurship professors michael conger is another great example um those are you know i still have great relationships with a lot of the professors at miami and that's awesome um, using them to help prepare for my career and and leveraging them as uh, as mentors was really important that's great, and I, you know, I appreciate how gracious you are to our department. We do have wonderful faculty, but it sounds like you're somebody that just really thrives, uh, being like jumping into the deep end and growing your leadership with those big, challenging, um, big responsibility experiences. So, on that note, um, let's talk about when you when you graduated. What was the biggest surprise uh, as you were transitioning? into a professional role after graduation? is Was there something that you struggled with or something you weren't prepared for? Uh, yes, I would say there are probably a couple things, but I'll focus on one. Um, I guess I kind of just assumed when I, when I graduated that everyone that I would work for or everyone that I would, you know, that was older than me, um, that I would work 
that that big lots would be, and I guess I guess in general too, would be a really great leader, mm. just because you know they have experience and they um, clearly are progressing in a really a great way in their career because they're at big lots. You know they have a, a great job here, but definitely found that that wasn't the case, and that that isn't an assumption that that you could really make. Um, not everyone leads in a way that is. Um, you know, something that you should, I guess, emul- try to emulate in right. yourself. And I think there's a lot to say about the fact that, you know, just because you're young doesn't mean that everyone who's older than you and everyone who has a title of a VP or a senior vice president or even a manager is always going to lead in the best way and the most right. responsible way and a way that is, is going to be perfect. Um, people still make mistakes, and you you can't just assume that just because somebody – somebody says something or does something that impacts you, that it's just that they're a good leader right off the bat. Um, I think you kind of have to take things with a grain of salt and realize that you can learn a lot from every leader um, in terms of ways that you want to lead and ways that you don't want to lead. So that was something I, was, I wasn't I was really prepared for. Um, I just kind of assumed that everything that my managers and my leaders said was right just because they were you know, my boss or um, they are the ones that give me my review at the end of the year. Um, you have to know yourself and stay true to what you know about leadership. Because Absolutely. I think that coming from Miami and coming from the Institute of Entrepreneurship, we we have skills and Miami in general too. Like we know, a lot of us really do know leadership, and I feel very strongly that um, it's important to stay true to what you know about leadership and realize that you can learn a lot. Um, from individuals, but not not every leadership style is necessarily the, the best one or the right one. <laughs> right. Um, and especially as you're trying to learn and navigate all those leadership styles, that can be so challenging. So with that, did you feel empowered by Big Lots to challenge the process of what was going on or, you know, question some of those leadership positions um, so that you can empower yourself as a leader? Um, I would say... That's something that I'm still working on. Um, there, especially when you're on a smaller team, I think there's a lot. At least for me, like I worry a lot about you know stepping on people's toes or worrying about you know offending somebody. But challenging the process is definitely something that I think that I am still learning how to apply outside of the classroom. Just because in the corporate world and in this, I guess the real world in general. Um, there's not necessarily a, r- a right way or a wrong way to do things. There's not step-by-step instructions to follow for anything. And this just being a more sensitive area, I think challenging the way somebody leads is something that I have not yet <laughs> mastered. And that you have I so much time. On, so. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're already thinking about those things and how you can continue to make Big Lots a better and um, more impactful place. So I I think that's amazing only um, two years out after graduation. Um, So I definitely want to be respectful of your day and I appreciate all this time you spent with us. So our final burning question would be, uh, what is the number one most important thing that all new graduates should focus on when coming out of school and those first few months of post-grad life? Absolutely. so I, I thought about this for a while, and I, you know, in terms of advice to give to students, I would say after graduation, it's really, you're so overwhelmed, like you're thrown into this world of where am I living, like how am I paying, how am I paying my bills, um, what what am I doing at my job, like what are my friends doing, who are my friends, um, how do I get to work, things like that, 
especially if you're in a new city, which I'm not, but I know that is, it, it, there's so many things that come at you all at once after graduation. Um, and it's really overwhelming and you're not in the little bubble that is offered going home to the same group of people every day right. that is your support system. It's completely different. Um, so I think what I would say is kind of two things. Number one, learn how to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. So you don't have all the answers when you graduate. You're being pushed into a new routine. Um, but you have to really learn how to how to just be comfortable in that situation, even though it feels awkward and weird at first. Yep. So, you know, learning how to, to meet new people and and kind of find a network in your city without it feeling like it's the most terrifying, awkward, weird thing in the world because everyone else our age is doing it too. So just really understanding that you're not alone and being comfortable with the fact that you don't have all the answers right off the bat is something I would say. Um, and then my second, my second piece that kind of goes along with that is um, finding a support system that is going to support your goals and you chasing your dreams. So at school, you have your group of friends, you have your mentors that are your professors, um, you have your parents from you know maybe a little bit further away. But when you're in a new place, if you don't find that support system right off the back, right off the bat, it makes it more difficult to to grow and to Absolutely. on the days that are hard to really like find, I guess, find a reassurance. So, mm -hmm. you know, getting involved in new organizations in your city, finding alumni groups, volunteering, finding ways to meet your new support system and to branch out and to build onto whatever support system you have that already exists is really important because those are going to be the people that help you you know, achieve your goals and also that let you know, hey, like, we don't think you're in the right place right now or we think that you should be going in this direction. Like, they're going to be the ones that keep you on track. So finding that group right off the bat um, is very, very important because they're going to hold you accountable. They're going to know you best and they're going to help you remain true to yourself during a time that is a little bit confusing. So definitely finding those people, finding your tribe. I totally agree with that. And having graduated a couple years before you and being out a couple more years, I'm still trying to always find those people that I feel like are, are have my back and are supporting where I'm moving. So that is a great piece Absolutely. of advice. Um, well, thank you for your time this morning, Katie. We really appreciate it. And you're already doing huge things at Big Lots. You're in a role that, again, like I said, not many new grads are in. So congrats to you and where you're moving forward. And we look forward to hearing about your next big adventure. Thank you so much, Casey. I really appreciate your time and for the fact that you guys are, are doing this podcast because this is something that I know I really would have loved and appreciated um, hearing from recent grads. So thank awesome. you for all the work you're doing. It's amazing. And I look forward to hopefully being a part of more of it in the future. And we can't wait to have you. All right. Thanks, Katie. Thanks for joining us today with Katie Kramer. This is the Venture On Podcast. I'm Casey Woomer. See you next time.